Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. I want to revisit a couple, a few guys here, and, and I want to start with uh, in L.A. with Puka Nakua. Um, what you wrote about him, what did you see in his game? How do you think he fits in? Um, look, this is a team in L.A. We know they've got Cooper Cup, and he's going to see all the work in the world, but they need other guys. Um, Van Jefferson is somebody that I think can step forward. I think he could play that, you know, that, that Robert Woods inside-outside role. But still, this is a team that runs 11 personnel almost exclusively, right? So yeah. what are we talking about with the Rams? When, who's going to be their third wide receiver? Josh Norris pointed out on Twitter that there's a 60-spot positional difference between the Rams wide receiver one, Cooper Cup, and their wide receiver two, assuming that it is Van Jefferson. And I will actually talk about Van Jefferson a little bit later. Spoiler alert. But um, There you go. And in 2021 with Stafford, Josh pointed out that the Rams were third in pace when trailing and fourth in neutral pass rate. And they could be doing a lot of trailing with that defense this year, right? So there's, oh, yeah. it's, there's a ton of opportunity in L.A. And I, I actually kind of feel like – I think when you look at the Rams receiver room, obviously we talked about Cooper Cup a couple episodes – last episode. You know, he can play uh, outside, but he's primarily best as being like that big slot, move around the formation type. And I think – Puka actually fits in best as that Robert Woods type when you look at these guys. Uh, I think Van Jefferson's more of like a vertical X receiver. Um, And then you look at Puka who, you know, when you look at – so both these guys are talking about him and Michael Wilson. Uh, They're in the, you know, the rookie roundup mini samples uh, on like later round draft prospects. Uh, Puka I think might have been my favorite guy 
uh, project that was like a day three draft pick. I really like him as a player. You see a ton of reps with him working multiple positions. Majority of his snaps came in the slot, 41.1% mm. in the three games sampled for reception perception, but um, 15.6% was in the backfield as a pre-snap motion player. That was key with Robert Woods' role. Uh, he was on the line of scrimmage for 39% of his snaps, off the line for 61%. So again, I think he's going to be like a pre-snap motion flanker type. And he's pretty big, 6'2", 201 yeah. pounds, and he showed an ability to beat man coverage too, seventy four point two percent success rate versus man coverage in that in those games sampled. Uh, I also thought he had great contact balance as an after catch mover, some build up speed too. I really think he's got some ability, uh, Puka Nakua. And uh, look, he's a day three draft pick. I'm not saying like he's about to come in and light the league on fire as a <laughs> as a rookie, but okay. if he ha- earns a big role on this wide open depth chart, I mean that wouldn't be surprising at all because I think he's like a if I could to use two words to describe Puka Nakua, it would yeah. be rugged and reliable. And I feel like the Rams need a little bit, a little bit of that in their offense right now. I'm a little bit worried about his athletic profile. One, I like his size, obviously six two, two hundred plus pounds. Um, you know, at BYU, he he wasn't all that productive. His last season at BYU, it's very interesting. You know, he played nine injuries. games. Uh, a lot of injuries, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, 48 receptions and 625 yards. Uh, his junior season at BYU, um, 12 games, and again, uh, even uh, 43 catches for 805 and six touchdowns. So, uh, you know, he averaged 18.7 yards per catch his junior season, which is what you'd like to see. Uh, but overall, not a hugely productive player. And, and I get that BYU, uh, those seasons weren't necessarily, you know, the best teams out there. I understand. Um, but yeah, I, I've got some, I guess I, I just have some concerns there with his overall athleticism. Uh, but I do like the size. I, I kind of envision him more as like, not really I, again. I, I, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't see him having ability to kind of separate himself outside. I really see him as this like big slot guy, uh, that could, that, that could create some matchup problems in the middle of the field. Well, and I think that's what's key about seeing Cooper cup play a little bit more outside is that there was a lot of times in that Rams offense when they were at their peak with the three receiver sets where Robert Woods and Cooper cup were kind of overlapping roles a little bit. Um, okay. now I think Cooper cup has such a unique role and such like a singular, such a singular role when it comes to NFL receivers. But they would get Robert Woods lined up in the slot sometimes. Again, he would definitely be used as like a pre-snap motion guy, even part of the running yep. game too. You know, they oh, would yeah. use Robert oh, yeah. Woods on on the run game a lot, and that was definitely something that um, that uh, that would was present with with Puka Nakua. Like they would use him in the run game okay. as well. Uh, so I think that that's just the role he fits in best. It's a little bit of slot, it's some flanker stuff, and it's like pre-snap motion. And yeah, I just I mean, when you look at the Rams receiver core, man, it's just like. Is that third receiver going to be Tutu Atwell? Is it going to be like Ben Skoranek again? There's just not. Demarcus Robinson lurks. I mean, I know that Demarcus Robinson is not a great player, but he lurks. I mean, again, if we're talking about a guy, if you want to get Cooper Cup lined up inside pretty much. And again, I I know he played, you know, outside uh, a bit last year, but you would, I think, want Cooper Cup inside, you know, 80% of the time. Who's going to play outside? Van Jefferson's certainly going to be one guy. Who's the other guy? Could be Demarcus Robinson. Um, and knowing Sean McVay, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of mix and match and try to figure out a way to generate some kind of production um, for their 
third wide receiver. I said, by the way, I said they always run 11 personnel, and, and I'm really not exaggerating, okay? Uh, according to Next Gen Stats, they actually ran the highest percentage of 11 personnel in the NFL last year. Nearly 91% of their offensive plays featured 11 personnel, far and away the most in the NFL. The Bengals were number two at 82%. So kind of gives you an idea um, of what Sean McVay likes to do. I think it's actually kind of funny because the way that Sean McVay runs this offense, I know he sets that baseline 11 personnel look, and then he confuses defenses because it's the same look and then they move around, right? Mm -hmm. There's all that pre-snap motion and, and, and just all the route concepts from the same base personnel, I think confuses defenses like there's no tells right like there's no tells in Sean McVay's offense you don't know whether it's going to be a run or a pass or what kind of pass it's going to be and I think that's kind of sort of the genius in terms of what Sean McVay does